Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are still knee deep in tech. And which episode is this? <laughs> I think it's 23. 23? Yeah. Seriously? Yep. Uh, you made 22 and a half. I did 22 and a half. That's, and, I, that's and I did a numberless episode. Oh, one of those numberless things. <laughs> one of those numberless things. Mm. What other things are numberless? Stuff that goes bump in the night. Moving on. Yes. We have been away. We have. I just came back from two weeks in Japan, so my brain is pretty much stuck in customs and seven hours ahead. Uh, that's good. Yes, especially as I came in this morning and my boss said, ooh, how does it feel to be ahead for once? <laughs> Thank you, Stefan. You're much living on the edge. Pretty much, The edge yes. of time. The edge of time. Yep. Oh, time, time, hmm. So... We have been away, as we said, and lots of things have been going on in while. Absolutely. I mean, I've I've um, been completely disconnected. I didn't bring my computer. I haven't opened Twitter, pretty much. I had to tweet a few things. Um, for instance, the uh, Japanese um, opinion on how to produce power cables. <laughs> That's uh, a good example on how not to do that. Horrible, but very creative. It And it's probably working. Oh, it is. But it's yeah. it's on the same level as the uh, British opinion that we put the uh, water stuff outside so we can get at it when it freezes. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've been out of circulation. You came back from Ignite with uh, your head bursting with new ideas and, and new stuff. And we haven't done an a uh, Ignite special. No, we haven't. But you have done your part. I did my part, yes. Uh, and I've done a special episode with uh, Johan Dahlbom of yes. Accenture, of yes. the 365 MVP. But we could look at the things that I care about, the client management stuff, the mm -hmm. Windows stuff. We haven't discussed Windows Server either that much mm -hmm. of Ignite. And also this week was the release week of both Fall Creators Update called FCU. FCU, okay, yep. there you go. And also Windows Server 1709. And some other interesting hardware stuff, which we can come back to later on. Oh yeah, shoot. Yep. So from Ignite, first of all, I don't know where to start, to be honest. Um, let's start with licenses, because no one cares about that. <laughs> and we have been thought that, uh, you remember what's first in something and last in something, so we talk about licensing in the middle, so no one cares anyways. Yep. You can now buy VDA licenses uh, from C from the CSP portal. Really? Yeah, you can. So you can actually buy virtualization rights on CSP. Ooh, that's which pretty enables quite interesting scenarios, especially for small medium businesses, but also for organizations which currently don't have virtual desktops uh -huh. and would like to put them. In Azure, for example. Yeah. Uh, which also brings the uh, new RDS solutions to the table. Mm -hmm. They are renewing the RDS quite extensively and will be offering it on Azure as well as a platform as a service solution. That's very interesting. Yes, and it will be a direct competitor to Citrix Essentials. Which is pretty interesting, considering the, the exactly, uh, I, I, and and like like I've told several of, of our colleagues, I actually asked one of the PMs for the new 
Pass service. How does this compare to Citrix Essentials? The reply was, what's Citrix Essentials? So apparently people aren't speaking to each other. Oh dear. And I may be wrong in some points here, but um, it would be interesting to get a, a comment on why should I use Citrix Essentials? Why should I use new R- RDS solutions in Azure and so on? I, I, I immediately need to ask you a question here. Would you say that this is a, uh, an example of ignorance or willful malice? Ignorance, I would say. Okay. They, they need to provide something of their own, probably. Yeah, and that worked out fine last time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm not really sure how this will work out, but we'll see. Okay. It's, of course, an interesting solution. And like I've said, application virtualization, desktop virtualization will probably be one of the key areas to succeed with Windows as a service. Oh, yeah. At yeah, least yeah. for the time being. Uh-huh. Speaking of modern things, we will soon get a Windows 10 S Enterprise, which is interesting. Currently, it's only Windows 10 S Pro. Mm -hmm. Uh, And with that comes a lot of new cheaper hardware. So this is actually, it's obviously an attempt to fight Chromebooks in enterprises Mostly focused on the US, I would say, because do, do you know how it is in other countries in Europe when it comes to Chromebooks in enterprise? When you say enterprise, you don't mean schools. No, not schools, because in schools it's quite large, even in Sweden now. Yes. But enterprise market, and, and the enterprise market for Chromebooks in the US, from what I've learned, is quite big now. It's actually in a, it's been a competitor to Windows PCs. They are selling more Chromebooks than PCs in the US. Interesting. On the other hand, how does this compare to the fact that the PC sales are tanking pretty much? They're going straight down and have been doing so for quite some time. Yep. And I guess that that's because of the cheaper devices, not only Chromebooks. All right. But you are able to do much more with an iPad now than you were a few years ago. You're able to do much more now with an Android or Windows phone. Oh, sorry about that you know that they actually said it's dead now. Microsoft had have said it. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Yeah, and speaking of which, you can hear more about that in the Yuan Album episode as well. My Windows phone burned up. And I have to point this out. I've done it twice. I'll do it the third time. Your phone, yep. your Windows phone, yep. decided to call it quits on which conference? Microsoft Ignite. Microsoft Ignite. Just... Taste the irony. Yep. As my wife put it, oh, it felt like it was among friends, so it decided to die. Exactly. And he, she, it it were among friends. Yes. There are a lot of people still using Windows Phone. I know. And I salute you. I would like to be one of you, but I just can't take one more phone now. So I'm evaluating my wife's old iPhone at the moment. And you have no idea of the irony in this, as Mr. Binder is the most dedicated anti-Apple activist I've ever met. But I'm more anti-Google than anti-Apple. Well, um, you know the whole concept of uh, things are relative? Yep. Yes. Yep. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. 
exactly. So moving on. Yes. We also got new, speaking about licenses again, mm -hmm. new bundles with Microsoft 365 Education. Yeah, I read about that. With Minecraft included. Yep. And Minecraft for uh, education. education yeah. yeah. And Microsoft 365F. So now the letter. First line workers. Mm -hmm. That's basically the E1 licenses bundled uh -huh. together with Staff Hub. Staff Hub, it's, it's been out for quite a while. It's a way to manage your frontline workers, which may or may not have a device of their own or a bring your own device. So Acro Hotels, for example, uh -huh. the Ibis yeah, owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. they use it at their hotels. So they can manage their uh, work days. They can exchange uh, shifts with each other. They can do basic chat and so on in Staff Hub. Really? Yeah, it, it's a great little s solution, which it's Office 365 based. Uh, been into public preview for a while, went GA last year or this spring, and now it's included in the 365F. There you go. Did you say F or F1? F, not F1. Okay, so it's just, just E1 an F. was the old. Right. Or K1. Right. Been around right. as well. Yep, yep. So they are running out of letters. Okay. Moving on, and I, I can keep doing this all, all I'm, along. I'm very curious, yep. and I'll just tie into you said you can do way mo uh, much more with an iPad these days. Yep. And that's interesting since, uh, as I said, I was in Japan. And Japan is a very weird country in many ways, <laughs> and especially in a technological sense, since they've all, uh, always been one or two steps ahead of everyone else. New toys are being designed and, and created in Japan, of course, but they haven't kind of gotten the idea of a credit card. <laughs> okay, so... When I, when I was there in, in 2013, it, it was pretty difficult to... Um, to um, to pay with a credit card. Yep. These days, it is way easier, but that doesn't mean that everyone accepts a credit card, especially not a credit card not uh, issued in Japan. Oh. But what I'm getting to is, they pretty much sidestep the whole um, laptop stuff. Yep. Everyone and their mother is wielding primarily an iPad Pro. Oh. I've seen more iPad Pros in the wild in Japan than I have ever done. Pretty much every restaurant that accepted a credit card had an iPad Pro. Hmm. Uh, twice I got the English menu <laughs> shoved in my face <laughs> on an iPad Pro. Yep. So uh, definitely has, has gotten a, a toehold. Are they cheaper in Japan, iPads uh, in general? Yes. They are. Surprisingly enough. Yep. And then... The um, this is this doesn't apply to to um, to companies, of course, but it is a huge market for secondhand electronics. Okay. Yep. I the the biggest uh, secondhand electronics firm in in Japan is SoftBank. Yep. And I just on a whim stepped into one of the SoftBanks. There are several in just Akihabara in the the uh, part where I lived in Tokyo, and they had. Upwards of 50, 60 iPads. Yep. And iPad Pros for less than $400. Oh. That's pretty impressive. Yep. And of course, they had been 
previously owned. Yeah, yeah but, but it, it's still a good price. It is. And so, so that's an interesting uh, thing. And tying into technology and, and um, hardware, Surface stuff, and that, could you say anything about that? Yes. And the first, <laughs> the first comment I received when I entered the office this morning was, Simon, are Microsoft laying off the Surface business? Because wait, what? Wait, this has been a huge news story the last week. Some analysts at some conference were saying that, yeah, by 2019, Microsoft will be out of the Surface business. Microsoft has declined that quite harsh, both at external and internal events, because that's one analyst stating that. And, and it got what, like what, CNN what, big. What did that analyst smoke? I don't know. That's just, wow. And now they have released a Surface Book 2. And two of them. The Surface Book 2 has upgraded CPU and graphics. Yes, and two sizes now. Two sizes. Oh, yeah, so the previous like one was a 13 and a half inch and yeah. the new one is 15. 15 inch? Yes. That's going to be expensive. It is. Uh, I think the top surface, and not hugely expensive, the top one with 16 gigs of RAM, one terabyte disk, the uh, NVIDIA 1060 and so on. Is the, the, it's the Kaby Lake refresh. CPU, yes, right? exactly. So not Coffee Lake, the new Kaby Lake. Right. That's about three thousand three hundred dollars. I haven't mm. seen the Swedish pricing yet, but no, it's but it's okay. an expensive device, of course, but not for that performance. No, considering the fact that you're lugging around a full size graphics card, yeah, that can pretty much beat anything else. Yeah, you, you can down. do mid range gaming, and so like ten eighty p sixty fps. Sure, and you can do do CAD. Yeah, of course. Yep. Uh, so that's new. We also got two new mice. The old Microsoft IntelliMouse, you know, the, the beige one with the red lights mm -hmm. at the back? Mm -hmm. They are renewing that. Really? Yeah, you're getting a new one. Exactly the same. With white light, according to uh, Windows Weekly, at least. I haven't. I have seen pictures of it, but... White light. White light. So white light is the new red. White light is the new red. Okay, so the red light district just turned into white light district. Kinda. It's probably a traffic light. So the next traffic version light district. Tra traffic light district. That's Norshipping for you. Yes. Exactly. It is. Yep. Uh, so that's new. They have also stated at a Qualcomm conference, I think earlier this week, mm -hmm. that they are delivering ARM based Windows devices this year in December. They will be delivering them by then. So I guess that we probably will see an ARM-based Windows device at Fudy Decoded in London in about 10 days. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be huge. Yeah, it will. And the engineer on the stage at the Qualcomm conference said that he's using one now and get multi-day battery life. Holy crap. That's impressive. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. I think we'll look into great things. And they are still talking about Andromeda. Andromeda? The new hardware, which nobody knows about, which probably will be an ARM-based unit that could have telephone integration. Oh. But it won't be a phone. And we have seen a lot of patents from Microsoft with the um, screens, with the hinges. Mm -hmm. And I have some information that 
saying that Andromeda is coming soon. Uh, how do, would you define soon? As in before the year is over or? Probably. I wow. guess so. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, remind me, is there already a version of Windows running on ARM? Windows RT. The old one, which... As I, I said, is there an actual <laughs> Windows version, a modern Windows version, a useful Windows version running no. on ARM? Okay. No. And this version will also be able to run Intel x86 applications. Through some kind of, of yeah, magical... Which, which then Intel has said, if you use this, we will sue the pants out of you, or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's pretty distinct. Yeah, we're, uh, they haven't said that literally. I hope you understand that. Okay, so I might get to keep my pants. You might get to keep your pants. Okay. It I kind of enjoy my pants. I actually bought these in, in Japan. I enjoy that you enjoy your pants. Moving on. Client management. We haven't been talking about that at all. Wait, what? Are we done with the hardware? Yeah, at the moment, yes. So, so no... Yeah, it's, it was just the the Surface Book, but no changes to the um, Surface laptops, no changes nope. to the, the studios. Nope. The question for the Surface Book is, is it a real SSD or is it a hybrid? It's a real SSD. Okay, just yep. checking. And, and apparently they made it lighter, especially the, the, the screen. SSD. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> SSD. The screen of the Surface Book 2. Oh, okay. So it will be a bit more laughable and not as flimsy when you touch the screen. Did you just say laughable? Laughable. You laughable. haven't heard it. Laughable. I haven't heard laughable. You need to listen to Windows Weekly more. Okay. So laughable is a word. Laughable is a word. It's it's a real word. People are using it all the time. Okay. Apparently I'm not people anymore, but that's no. okay. And you, you understand it? I do. The ability to have your device on your lap and write on it. Sure. Yep. Which is, darn, that's a very good point. Um, I've seen very many surfaces yep. in uh, Japan. It's very, very uh, exciting to, to see that much Microsoft stuff in Japan. Yeah. I uh, actually wore my Microsoft shirt. Yeah. And lots of people kind of turned their heads. Oh. And the funny thing is that I, I was the only one wearing anything that said anything of Microsoft. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Anyhow, client. Client. First of all, we, we have to discuss this. Have you seen my talk with Brad Anderson. No, I just saw that you're featured in the video. Yeah. And again, that that's it's quite a fun story because I saw the thing with the lunch breaks with Brad Anderson prior to Ignite and mm -hmm. was like, people will be queuing for that. Yeah. It will be impossible to get a second with him. But still you did. And I, I went over there just to see what people were doing. Uh -huh. No line at all. What? I had to wait two minutes. And it was great. It was three minutes with Brad Anderson. And he replied in a very good way to my question. You should watch the video. It's entertaining. Not only my part, even though I'm a bit biased when saying my part is the best. Of course it is. And so it, it, it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate the time. And he's a good guy. I think... Um that kind of gels with everything I've heard. Yeah. A good, uh, nice, funny guy. Yeah. Intelligent as... Yes. Yeah. He, and he wasn't even thinking about his answer. It oh. was completely natural to him. What was the question? What soft skill 
will be the most important one to drive cloud adoption. And his answer? Uh, storytelling and the ability to um, explain the use of it. That's very, very interesting. Yeah. Is it okay if I go off on a tangent? Yeah, of course. We had a meeting yesterday, uh, an office meeting. Yeah. And there were uh, a lot of things being discussed, a lot of people saying a lot of stuff, all of it very, very interesting. Yeah. And of course, this is pretty much the same situation anywhere. Some people are better at presenting than others. Yeah. But I kept thinking, how would I improve this specific presentation? Yeah. And it always comes down to how can I produce a story about yep. this? How why, can I? Why do, is this important? Why is this important? Why is this important to the listener? Yeah. And how can I put this in a way that the listener uh, identifies with what I want to say? Yeah, because that's important as well. Not only why it's important, how it's how is this important to each individual person? Pretty much, why should you care? Yeah. And especially today when everything is competing for just a nanosecond of your awareness, yep. being able to step in and rather quickly establish why is this important to you and why should you keep listening to me? Yep. And so that, it makes me very happy to hear that he's of the opinion uh, that I've been, been kind of thinking along the same lines. And I really enjoy storytelling the storytelling yeah. aspect of presentations yeah, and that's something we also discussed at the mct day prior to ignite that the storytelling part is getting more and more vital when you teach something which is very interesting that you should say since i was at the mct summit in germany yeah last year last year yes and i was appalled yeah is the only word that i can use how hideously poor storytelling skills that 95% of all the MCTs that spoke had. Yep. They're technically brilliant. Yep. No discussion about that. But you have to be able to actually convey the information in an interesting manner. Yep. That's, uh, that's something that I will be covering way more and that I will be exploring different ways to, to improve my own yep. ability for, for storytelling. And also speaking about soft skills, storytelling, mm. you did see the new certification they are ruling out. Which one? The I, I can't remember the exact phrasing of it. It's a, a Microsoft Teams adoption specialist. No, I missed that. Yeah, so that, that's a soft skill certification for Microsoft Teams. How do you make people interested in using Microsoft Teams? That will be a valid, real Microsoft certification. And our colleagues that are working with user adoption uh-huh. were excited because this is a way for them to prove yes. what they do. Do you have any idea what the um, uh, examination looks like? Is it? No, nope, I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't seen it at all. Since speaking of certifications, I, um, I saw that there's a new track for data science uh, as well. Yep. So there's a lot of stuff going on with these certification tracks. Yeah. And Again, I'm now an MCSA on Office 365. Me and uh, Tony did... No, MCSE. No, MCSA. Okay. I I did the first certification last year and the second one this year. Oh, right, right, right. Did he actually pass 534? He did. 
532. The, the, um, the architect. Ar- architecting. Yeah. He did. I hate him. You should do it as well. Uh, no, no, not hate him. Oh, okay. Do the certification. Okay. Certification. I, I can't find the um, certification at the moment. It's I think it's in preview, so I'll I'll find it at some point and we sure. can discuss it. So client management. Yeah. Am I allowed to discuss client you management? You are and yeah. I'll be quiet. The main while. Yeah. The the main feature they pushed mm-hmm. is autopilot. Windows autopilot. Windows autopilot. That's D D E P DEP for Windows. Oh, right, so right, Apple right. DEP for Windows, mm-hmm. basically. So and it, it it's it looks great. It does exactly what you can expect from it. So when you take your brand new PC out of the box, open it, log in using your uh, credentials, it will set up your PC. When it's done, it's done. You have your OneDrive uh, with placeholders, auto-config. That's also something they released at Ignite. Auto-configuration for OneDrive. Then you oh, log on. Nice, nice. Uh, you will have all your applications. Uh huh. You will have all your settings. You will be connected to your organization's tenant. It will be managed by Intune. Everything is just set up and ready to go. And you can do that from anywhere in the world. How cool is that? Yeah, that's freaking awesome. And kind of overdue. Kind of. But uh, I. It doesn't matter since it's here now. Yeah, it's, it's here now and. We are doing what we can to make our customers, our partners, to this is this is important. It's it's a brand new way to manage it, and it will make a difference. And it's so much easier to do it this way. You can ship the machine straight from any vendor to any user anywhere in the world, and it will be set up according to your personal specifications. Where do you store the specifications? That would be in Azure, a, in Azure yeah. right? So Microsoft Store for Business and Intune. Cool. Yep. Uh, speaking of that, co-management in Config Manager. Yes. That's also huge. The ability to manage one device with or a Windows PC with both Config Manager and Intune mm-hmm. at the same time. So you can move some features over to Intune. The one I see people starting to use would probably be the servicing part because that's a bit easier in Intune, not as powerful as in Config Manager but easier to manage in Intune than in Config Manager. Windows yeah. 10 servicing. Right. Um, they are also starting to discuss the ability to run PowerShell scripts from Intune. That will be huge as well. It's uh, not possible yet? Nope. Oh. The only way you can install legacy applications, so to say, is single MSIs or Office 365 pushed from Intune. Oh. Office 365 Pro Plus. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another huge thing they announced, and people were, they, they just said it like between two parts of the keynote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by the way, we are now teaming up with Jamf to manage Max. Jamf is the probably one of the best tools to manage Mac computers out there. Period. And, yep. And now we can integrate Jamf and Intune to manage Max. That is awesome. Yes. Yeah, that That's super cool. Oh, yeah. Um, slight tangent again. Speaking of hardware and Macs. Yeah. Uh, f- there's been a discussion since one of our... Um, the, the guy that we've been uh, attending the, the uh, 
presentation technique courses. Yep. He's always run a Mac. Yep. Now his Mac has completely screwed up. Okay. And he asked for alternatives. And I decided to look into Macs of today and reliability. Yep. And it turns out they suck. Oh. Yes. I didn't I know that. And people uh, are messing around with Surface because they aren't re- reliable, apparently. Really? Yep. They, you know, we have discussed this, the Surface Gate thingy. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, this is now. Yeah, I understand that. But it hasn't been all over the news. No. And that's the funny thing. It is mainly, in this case, due to the keyboard. Okay. The keyboard is designed with butterfly switches, yep. which are super tiny, very, very, very delicate. And it, it all you need is a single speck of dust to get oh. in there to stop the specific key from working. I have you dust. Need, and you cannot change the keys. You have to remove half oh. the computer. It's about 700 bucks to change out a keyboard. You can buy an iPad for that. Yes, you can. So you that, can use an iPad as keyboard for your Mac. <laughs> you can. So it, it turns out that I was of the opinion that Macs, they are more expensive. On the other hand, they never break and everything just works. Yep, exactly. And this turns out that might not necessarily be true anymore. Hmm. Interesting. I it didn't is. know that. No, neither did I. So moving on, we have lots of new stuff in EMS, in uh, Office 365. Uh, one of the main things, Skype for Business. We see an end to it. Yes, turning into Teams. Teams, yep. Which I think is a great idea. Yep. If they could just give the whole Skype for Business engine a bit of love, please. They, they are they are changing the engine. That That's why they are doing this. That qualifies for love. Very, yeah. very nice. Must have been love. And I think Moving we have the, the name of this <laughs> episode. <laughs> nah, it must have been love. I think, I think we need to find another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's a few minutes left uh, or whatever. So I'll probably I'm sure we'll think of some, something. We have a new office uh, that will be out next year. Office 2019. Uh, on-prem office, so to say. Oh, yeah, the, the office. Uh, the legacy office. The applications, right? Yeah. And Azure Stack. The mm. delivery started during Ignite from IBM, HP, and Dell. And I'm sure you saw the uh, <laughs> the corpse. Sorry? Someone dropped, I think it was Dell. Oh. Their whole, one of their whole racks. Oh. With uh, Azure oh. Stack stuff. I saw a picture on Facebook. Oh. It was smashed. Oh. How did they drop it? <laughs> from an I airplane? Th- no, uh, <laughs> forklift. Forklift? Yes. Oh. Someone screwed up when they put it in. But... Uh, there was a few comments that said, okay, but turn it on anyways and show the resiliency of this. Yep. And with, to which uh, I think it was Dell, the, um, uh, one of the high-level managers stepped in and said, yeah, we wanted to, but insurance won't let us. <sighs> so they had to pretty much <laughs> scrap the whole thing <laughs> and put up a cardboard box instead. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, and then we, we could discuss some of your points from your special episode as well. We could, but we're at 31 minutes. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so much things have been going on. We we haven't covered everything, far from everything. Oh, far from. So, Server 1709 without a desktop experience. There won't be one for 1709. Yeah, and you should have seen my face when I heard Simon tell me yep. this just a couple of hours ago. Wait, why? No, huh? Huh? Exactly. Somebody stole our, my GUI. Yeah. 
that's the name of this episode. There you go. Where's my GUI? That, 23 episodes and now you get to name one. Yay! Yay. 23 and a half. Tw- so then te- it's 24. Technically 25. Have, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a now, mess. And this people will remember because this is the last thing we are saying in this episode. Most likely. Yep. If they actually manage to listen so far. Yep. So next week we'll be at Tech Days in Stockholm. We will. I'll uh, be presenting on Windows as a Service. Yep. And we'll hopefully speak to our uh, developer friends. We'll have a, have a great time, yep. I'm sure. Yep, yep. It was very good last year. Oh, it I was. Would say. It was, indeed. The best Swedish conference I've attended, I believe. Mm. The VMware Solution Summit was good as well, but not as large. Right. But No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, meeting and, and interacting with all uh, yep. the great people. Exactly. Then the week after that, I'm going to Seattle. Yep, you are. And I will be bringing this uh, thing to actually try to um, nail down some interviews. Yep. And I've got a tentative okay from one person. Um, this person said that, sure, I'm, I'm just booked from 6 a.m. to midnight, but <laughs> I'm sure we can find something. Yep. So I'll, I'll see what I can find. Yep. Um, yeah. So and that's it. And then we're probably back to our fairly regular programming. Exactly. For, for a while at least. Sure. So, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. And uh, we'll be here next week. Yes, this will probably go- be going up this weekend since I'll, yep. I don't have time for, for uh, the um, editing and stuff. But yes, have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Have a good Bye. one.